0: Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in today's episode we are talking about fire safety services and the future of fire safety services. We're going to have a little bit of a look uh, beyond where we are today to understand a little bit about what could be happening and where we could be going from a fire safety services perspective. I'm really happy and excited to be joined by two experts today. uh, Rude Geelin, who is the Global Vice President of Service Portfolio at uh, Siemens Smart Infrastructure and Miguel Cole who is the Global Portfolio Director for Fire Safety Services also at Siemens Smart Infrastructure. Root, Miguel, thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Thank you, John. Good to see you again. It's a pleasure. And uh, thanks for saying again, because we have uh, had one conversation uh, before, and we've talked a lot about the digitalization of fire safety services. Uh, So much has happened over these last years in a relatively traditional market of fire safety, Uh, And within the service uh, part of this uh, industry as well, we've seen a lot of things happen, a lot of digital technology starting to be applied. Uh, You and your teams, as you discussed with us in the previous episode, uh, are using this today, finding benefits, finding customer value within leveraging this digital technology. And, And I feel like there's been quite a bit of a journey that's already happened, but we still have a long way to go. So today, we'd like to talk about what's really cutting edge. We know where we are today, but what's next? Well, let's postulate a little bit and think about uh, what could be next in the future as we develop and leverage this technology more. And And I bring that question to you first, Rude. Uh, where do you see us going? Where Where do you think we will be next from a fire safety services perspective?
1: Extremely excited because, um, uh, of course, we go digital there as well. Um, let's do a short recap of uh, what we discussed in the, the previous podcasts is that we we were showing already that we were deploying preventive corrective uh, services above site with a digitally enhanced maintenance approach. So doing basically the same tasks as what we we are doing on site, but doing that with with, uh, additional technology um, uh, to do that remote or even better to do with both, right? With support above site and the on site, uh, the technicians. So that was basically the first step that we that we um, took and that has been very successfully being deployed and, and rolled out uh, all across the globe. As a next step, um, is something that we are currently putting into place with with our new uh, fs 20 i portfolio. This is more condition-based maintenance approach. So what we do is we we continuously monitor uh, our systems. Uh, we um, uh, we report the system performance, such as events and alarms, which anything that might be relevant to enable smart decision-making, um, to increase levels of safety, and to ensure a certain business continuity for our customers. And like we said also last time is what we do now on top is kind of digital health checks, right? So we are running additional scripts. Uh, we are monitoring and reporting soiling levels. Uh, we do disturbance-free testing uh, of all the detectors all remotely and in a frequency that fits to our uh, customer needs. So this is this is today available. now. Everything we do, uh, the, everything what we um, so we get the data out, we map it, we categorize it, etc. We are actually already able to bring that into a kind of a predictive maintenance approach. However, that's being done by our, our experts. So the way how you analyze the data and translate data into a recommendation, how to optimize uh, the performance of systems that will positively contribute to the level of safety and business continuity of our customers is still being done by our experts. It is, so it's very uh, labor intensive um, and that requires capacity and competences. And that of course is limited available. And it's also very expensive. So in order to scale that, and to make these services available for all customers all around the world, we want to automate that, and so we are currently automating the analysis that we are doing on the data, and come up with um, predictions also completely automated uh, to uh, to really come to that predictive and even in the next step predictive uh, prescriptive uh, approach. So, are you also able to uh, not only expect what is going to fail, but also are you also able to automate what you should do in order to prevent that? And that's, the, that that's the prescriptive part of it. So we are working with our subject matter experts, they are working on use cases, they are working very intensively with data scientists, extremely excited. We have never done that in fire safety before. Um, We we are finding data patterns, we are identifying then uh, what could be a potential algorithm. But in the next step, you need to put that in a rule-based engine where we are able to put all that knowledge and all these uh, algorithms in an automated way within that infrastructure that you can apply to massive amount of data that we can verticalize and put into place to every single customer around the globe. So, the predictive and prescriptive way in how to approach that and completely automate that, that's how the future of fire safety really looks like.
0: I understand. And, uh, Miguel, a question for you. When, when we start to achieve what, what Rude describes, so we, we start to leverage the knowledge, the data, the insights that we're collecting now, and start to automate, start to build these rule based scripts, start to deploy these in more places. Could you give us an example of what that could look like? If I was a customer or or, or I had a project, what could that look like uh, in the real world once we are able to deploy?
2: Sure. So in collecting data and putting together that data lake, uh, we, we are connecting systems today. We are retrieving a lot of data we can do. Uh, you know, uh, supervision of uh, all the system, health checks, but it doesn't end there. So that data lake is now the basis for start to apply pattern uh, recognition, uh, start to apply algorithms that would help us understand uh, what's going on with the data. Uh, not now, but as the data show us certain uh, buttons we we can predict what what is going to happen in in the near future and and we can uh, start eliminating corrective actions uh, on site that that obviously provoke an interruption for the business operation we can we can move into predicting when something will go wrong but let me let me bring that to to specific examples so so that we talk about uh, real. Uh, customer use so we, we touch on the on the tunnels for a metro operator on the last podcast let's take that example again so if if we are collecting data on the soiling or contamination of the lenses on the detec- detectors by analyzing that data through the time we can see pikes if the contamination is showing a pike we can we can help the customer understand did something change in in the process or was there a repair work where a contractor failed to cover the detectors and and that made the detectors um, dirty and, and and that's money because that that will provoke that the that the facility management we need to exchange those detectors before so all that information can be can be shown on on very transparent reports and and that that can help uh, customers to to go to contractors and say listen this is not what we agreed or this has caused some damage in the installation mm-hmm. or also if we uh, we have danger levels and we can predict uh, certain buttons in in danger levels showing up on on a on a certain regularity or, or certain days of the week or whatever, we can also help our customers understand whether the, the, the programming of the single detectors in each of the zones is the proper one. So a lot that we uh, do today when it happens, we'll be able to, to do that preventively when, when we uh, get the analysis that we are planning and all of the engines that we are planning to to apply on the on the data that we are collecting today.
0: Amazing. And so, so you're describing here then that that ability to deploy more broadly, that ability to recognise patterns from the past and start to be more and more proactive, more and more predictive, uh, and and in a more automatic, more scalable way as well. Uh, Rudy. Is that the end? Like that—that that helps so much. What you're doing today already helps uh, and, and creates value for the customers. If we can do that more, uh, we can be even more future-oriented and, and recognize opportunities or or challenges in the future and take action before it happens. That's real value. Uh, is that the end? Like, are there next steps that we can start to leverage that that connection, that insight, that capability to to find even more opportunities?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, so. Um exactly what we are doing and we call the technology with purpose and and there is always a purpose where we are able to positively contribute to so there there are there are basically two next steps where we are going to apply that digital journey and and where we're going to step by step by step really creating value for our customers and provide proactive or, or planned maintenance instead of reactive and unplanned maintenance for our customers so the first thing john is that we are verticalizing our offerings. Uh, that means that independently of the of the disciplines, we are um, <clears throat> creating vertical specific use cases to apply that uh, technology with purpose to. So that means that we are um, currently working in in healthcare and um, uh, life science. Uh, we are working on commercial buildings with very specific use cases. Uh, so. I would like just to mention to just to give an idea and to say okay so how do we apply that really now into into the field yeah so in terms of planned unplanned maintenance you can imagine if if you are in a hospital uh, i mean that's that's a very inconvenient kind of um time and, and and environment to do to do maintenance right it's 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 just it can you imagine that you are you know um lying in a bed, recovering from, from hopefully, something which was not too serious. Um, but then people are coming in unplanned by doing whatever whatever they need to do. Yeah, that's just very inconvenient. So this is a good example where we say, okay, we would like to make sure that when that patient room is free, that you can plan proper maintenance within that room and never come back there, at least in the next uh, 11, 12 months before our next kind of planned maintenance takes place the same kind of use cases are applied within um uh, higher education or commercial buildings what we see is that facility managers uh, are are being challenged more and more in 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 doing more with less and so they are either being challenged by re- reduction of headcounts within their facility management team or they are getting more square meters to cover with the exact the same team and also here these guys are not kind of waiting for unplanned things where they need to give guidance to our technicians to get into buildings and to create access to specific rooms, et cetera. This is just very annoying. So this is business discontinuity, interruption, which costs money. Um, And this is something really what we would like to avoid. So with all the services that we we put in place, that's our purpose. We are creating outcomes, value for our customers to make all that stuff proactive and plannable in order to create value for our customers. So this verticalization of services in that, in that digital journey is one. Then two, what we also want to do is that we want to extend the portfolio. So today we are very focused on detection. That's our core. Uh, so fire detection has always been um, uh, one of the core strengths within our portfolio, product portfolio and service portfolio. Um, and what we want to do now is as well to extend that because when we listen to our customers, They challenge us and say, well, listen, but fire safety in a building means more than just detection. We have more systems. Are you able to apply your digital journey and creating your values as well to other disciplines within within the fire safety domain and buildings? And this is exactly what will be also the next step, that we will, with with extended portfolio, uh, go into that digital journey as well um, and provide really value there for our
0: customers. Thank you for listening to part one of our conversation on the future of digital fire safety services. If you enjoyed this conversation, please remember to look out for part two, which is coming in the next couple of weeks. And as always, remember to like, share, subscribe, and comment on this episode so you can continue to find great discussions around the future of buildings and in this case, digital services for fire safety. Thank you very much. Stay safe, enjoy, and we'll see you very soon. Thank you.